We are live. In well, I mean, episodes. live in the well, sense live, that like, live is you'll, in the you'll hear us later, but <laughs> we'll get to that point at some point, you know. I know that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So it it is episode sixty two of the podcast. Welcome to BJJ and Bruce. And as we get started, we have to always thank our lovely sponsor, Crown Rash Guards. Yeah. Thank you. So Crown Rash Guards, they've been a sponsor of ours for a while. And they're continuing to support us, which is awesome. And we've got some uh, cool stuff uh, that's going to be heading your way with regard to that. So we're going to do an unboxing in the upcoming week. So you get to actually see, you know, what it's like in the terms of packaging, the whole experience. And I'm actually going to compare a brand new rash guard to the one that I've been wearing nonstop. And the challenge is going to be, do you actually notice the difference? <laughs> Stress testing. <laughs> yeah. This is a brand new one. This is one that's been worn a bunch of times. Do you actually notice the difference? So, and, um, and I've gotten pretty good feedback from a couple of guys who have purchased it. Uh, that's right. So, you know, like, so what was the deal with Jamal? Because he, he said that there's an issue with the shipment, but it got resolved right away. But that was, not, that was way beyond the scope of Crown themselves. It that was, was the just, carrier. That was just the carrier. They were doing the thing, and it's happened to me a handful of times, where... They say it's delivered because the dude's got to meet some sort of a quota. Oh. But it may or may not have gotten looped back to the, the hub. Gotcha. So, yeah, it had nothing to do with that. But he's, he's, he's like them. He actually, he, I think he bought a short and a long. That's awesome. I know That's Tristan right. bought some. Mm-hmm. I, think he's, I think he said he wanted to buy more. Yeah. So, so yeah, guys, continue to support them uh, as they're supporting us. And I don't just say that because they're supporting us. They're actually, you know, it's a product that we've actually... Like I said, at the very beginning, we tried it out first before we even, you know, entertained the idea of, of doing the sponsorship and um, we're fans of their product. Yeah. It's, uh, they make, like I said, durable uh, rash guards that really hold up. And tasteful uh, looking. Yeah. Minimalistic design. We always say it's a minimalistic design. So if you're looking for something, you know, if you're looking for the Mandalorian or if you're looking for one, a WandaVision rash guard, you're not going to get it. Uh, you're not going to get that. But what you are going to get is a solid rash guard. Good that, quality, good value. And an even better value if you use our promo code bruise. Plural. 20% off. 20% off a single rash guard. Yeah. That's right. And, and uh, I'll have to actually product test with you. I'm going to see if it, it's maintained the funk or not, because that's a big thing with rash guards. So. Exactly. Do they smell good Do after? They, yeah. So Now, I hope you didn't like let it sit around for like a week. No, no, no. Festering. No. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. So guys, check them out. They've got uh, a whole bunch of rash guards in both long and sleeve, uh, short sleeves. They have ranked colors. Uh, so if you want to have, if you want to represent your belt rank, you can do that. It's a nice... Uh, tasteful what is it, shoulder flare i would call shoulder. it shoulder i mean it's just the entire, it's the entire shoulder but it's not yeah. the entire thing it's, it's just the like, sleeve yes it's well the i mean sleeve. not the shoulder it's flare, once yeah, yeah it's one of the sleeves so you could but the um so you, how do, what are your thoughts on that like if you are a you look like the avengers kind of <laughs> i was gonna say like yeah i guess it is <laughs> you're a like purple the, belt avenger <laughs> you are a brown belt avenger <laughs> <laughs> um, and then full black you, panther yeah, is your black belt. really good sublimated graphics on those by the way but um so like how do you feel about that like if you're because to me, nogi and gi are two different sports. If you're a black belt in gi, does that really make you a black belt in nogi? Well, that's a huge discussion. Like I remember, didn't I, I think uh, Paul mentioned that Daniel Cormier got 
a black belt in sub grappling or something. And I don't know. I, I I briefly remember that, but or vaguely remember that. Right I mean, I think part of Nogi's charm is that there is no rank in a way. Yeah. I mean, you don't line up to rank. I do know Tenth Planet gives out belts. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Danaher gives belt. out Danaher gives out belts, but for the most part, I feel like belt is relegated to gi. Yeah. And then Nogi is just Nogi. Nogi is Nogi. But like at the same time, very I think, much American jujitsu, right? The, the, yeah, we'll yeah. have to watch that. Okay, that that that's a whole. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's like, its own little thing. We'll have to watch it at some point. Maybe. Anyway, guys, um, just one last thing because we're in and out of the Crown Rash Guards is online at crownrashguards.com. Uh, they're on Instagram and Facebook at Crown Rash Guards. I'm, I'm there. I have a badge. You, I'm, I'm their top. Uh, I'm the top fan. So Facebook has has bestowed upon me. This is awesome. They're uh, they're number one fan. So I, I displayed that proudly. And like I said, uh, if you see the description of this podcast, you'll see the uh, promo code. It's again Bruise B R E W S, and you get twenty percent off your order. And tag with yourself. That. And if you if you're in a rash guard like that, tag yourself in an Instagram. Yeah, photo. tag that. Tag, tag us. Tag them. Tag everyone. Let us know where you are. Yeah. Just like I what we said that. last week. I won't is, add you to some random group. Yeah. That's like Russian. <laughs> so on a side note, you know, uh, I have a LinkedIn profile and, and that's for my that's for my real job and stuff. And there's been a rash of people just adding you that I don't know. Really? The minute you accept the connection, because in the past it was just accept because you want to grow your network of business people. This time. I click accept, and the next day it's like, I want to offer you something, and it yeah. just spams. So that's the new spam for me. So it's like, ugh. you mean so they're not spamming you like you want to see pictures of me naked? No, it's not. It's in. not like it's not like email spam. Like <laughs> okay, the good like, old days. <laughs> if I want to add six inches to my dong, <laughs> like <laughs> or Russian mail him. Yeah, <laughs> like you can you can walk away with a pretty uh, cheap bride there. Yeah. The um, but that's that's funny that. Every platform now. There's I know it's just spammeroony. God, like. But for all I, you have to do is just like one goddamn yoga p- picture, and oh, look all out. of a sudden, God. all of a sudden you get added by all these profiles. Uh, just go away, leave me alone. Let me look at my. So for yoga all our poses. listeners, uh, reach out to us. If you reach out to us, we will give you a shout out. Uh, we got a. I even got. I mean, this is going to lead to continual the, feedback. A huh? continual feedback. Oh, I like loop, this. Unfortunately, but I, I did get. Uh, I did get a. A text from David this morning. Did you thanking thanking us for the shout out? Ah, we love you, David. And, and that we should get Cole on the podcast. We will. So He's that's definitely like in, the, in the works. And yeah. he sliced his finger in the kitchen. Did he really? And is out of action. Of all the things, the dude works with fucking bandsaws and like. No, 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 no. David did. Did he? David he must sliced, have been. Oh, in the kitchen, he was. He, he sliced one of his finger. I bet you he fucking did it with. He, I bet you he was cutting a bagel. <laughs> cutting a bagel like this. I guarantee that that's what happens, man. That's what people fucking do. <laughs> so, anyway, or didn't tuck his fingers under. Y'all gotta watch these, mo- dude. So, I've I've been watching um the Frugal Gourmet, which is this old 1980s like cooking show because okay. like I was poor growing up and like I had PBS and like. One thing that he always says is tuck your fingers in, tuck your fingers mm-hmm. in, tuck your fingers in when you're cutting anything, right? Sure. And so like, and I just, I like scream that at Stacy whenever she's like hacking at shit with a knife. And then I've been listening to that because I just play it while I'm cooking or whatever in the kitchen on my little Amazon Echo show. And she's so like, that's why you say that so much. So we need to like, and then, mind you, I was watching that at like 12 years old, right? So whatever mnemonics 
that the frugal gourmet was using on me at the tender age of 11 or 12 is what we need to use to teach students mnemonics on the mat. Active toes, seal feet. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, active toes. I so, think the I think the big one, heel toe knee follow. Well, one thing I, I'll think of is that I find that I'm shouting out a lot in fundamentals is keeping people's telling people they got to keep their weights over their hips. You know, like people lean forward a lot. A lot of beginners lean forward when trying to pass guard, and they're not keeping posture and not keeping a good center of balance, like a center of gravity. You know, like you know what Kali does all the time. Yeah. New students don't do that enough. They lean too far forward. They just lean forward. And but Preet would say that that's correct because that's natural and that's what wrestlers do. And GSP versus Carlos Condit taught him otherwise. So, right? Yeah, but they know what they're doing. It's, right, right. Uh, and yeah, Preet yeah. would I'm, also I'm say they know that. what they're doing, you know? But like, should, so shouldn't... I mean, I guess that's training, right? Training in general is all about teaching us to do things that are against what our natural instincts are right because yeah, like, when we like can exploit turning, like turtling like going belly down is yeah. the natural reaction humans have when in jujitsu and fights yeah you, you never get your do fucking that. head kicked in right yeah so maybe but preet i would say is harnessing natural instincts to embolden them yeah right so but of course it's like it's without evidence right now he can't prove it just yet but um but so you, you so you find yourself do it telling them to we, we'll they'll go into close guard and lean forward a lot. Okay, you know without actually like if you want to grab the head and and just you know actually try to pin them from close guard, yeah. But they're not doing that. So anyhow, Victor has has joined the has entered the game. So today is uh, is an idea we had for a while, and we're finally going to implement it. And we actually have a great setup now at the gym to do this. We're going to do uh, watch-alongs. So, yeah. so we, um, we each picked our favorite grappling match. Correct, and we're going to watch it and yeah. kind of narrate. And we're going to give you the timestamp for these because they're on YouTube. And this, the one I picked is Gary Tonin versus Paul Harris. From, Why would you choose this? So this is one of the first matches that really caught my attention as a white belt and also like introduced, like made me really want to learn about leg locks because I don't want to, I, I didn't want to be scared of them. And I saw this and I was terrified by this whole thing. Were you really? So I'm kind of curious to watch it now and with the experience and set of eyes I have now and see, uh, see how I react to it. Because at the time... I just was thought that I thought it was very violent in its own way. I mean, it, it's it's a very it. This was one of my picks. If I had, I, I figured you would have picked this one, which is why I chose a different one. Okay, um, with a different context in mind, um, because I figured this is it's so leg lock heavy. Because like, what do you do against somebody who's that size? Right, like you can't. Like Gary Tone is not gonna out muscle him and attack an arm he'll just curl him and be like no no arm bar it's free, yeah. right? so uh good pick by the way okay I, so you can find this this is actually uh it's polaris three gary tonin versus paul harris official and free so this is actually polaris's own youtube page uh you rather youtube channel right now i'm on the 15 second mark in terms of timestamp. so we just got it going and i paused it and there was no um, 
no like intro or anything like these both guys are on the mat paul harris looks like he's uh, you know what he fought at 155 paul harris yeah. no he grappled it or uh, he fought at 185 okay i mean he looks like he's 50 pounds heavier than that like he just is so wide did and, you see the <laughs> have you ever seen the photo of him like he looks like an off-season bodybuilder that was yeah right exactly this. exactly like he, he looks <laughs> he's huge yeah like he he's probably 230 here yeah, and Gary Tonin is uh, maybe 185. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah. Like, so what we're gonna do is we're, I'm gonna hit play. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna count three, two, one, and I'm gonna hit play. Hopefully, you guys can watch along. We've never done this, so I don't know how so interesting you guys, it's gonna be. You listen, you guys listen. I'm gonna go oos when it when <laughs> when Noah hits play. Okay, and so starting the oos. Ready? <laughs> okay, so hang on. Uh, all right, we're gonna go 15 second mark from 15 second mark. Gary Tonin, Paul Harris. Three, two, one, play. Oh, I'm I'm scared for Gary Tonin right now. Like <laughs> he's so big, <laughs> he's so big. Is it that, or is he is Gary Tonin just actually small? Now is that Lloyd? Is Lloyd Irvin the? Uh, I think the ref. <laughs> are you just doing the thing though? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you are bad. definitely that doing the thing. Bad. You horrible <laughs> person. Bad. All right, so this is a 15 minute match. It's sub only. Gary Tonin immediately to goes to Ashi and reaps the fuck out of his leg. So he has he look he has four eleven. No, he doesn't. Kinda. I mean he he keeps he keeps. Oh, and now it told. See that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, because he had a reverse. <laughs> so this is an interesting thing, right? Like, how much of this right now is? Paul I mean, Harris. this is actually like. So, okay, now that's an inside heel hook. And I don't know how he didn't tap right there. I think it's just, honestly like he's just like no, and like just cur- <laughs> like adducting every with all of his might, right? So I guess that's the thing that caught me about the match is how quickly they got into leg entanglements and, and how, how deep they, and how quickly they got out, <laughs> right? Like I mean, Paharis looks like he's just like pressing super hard. A little slap bump. Now I don't know why they ended up in Paharis's guard on the reset. Yeah, that's definitely not that, where that, they that, stopped. <laughs> Is that maybe that's so like he's the in a agreement? leg drag? So he was going to do just, a step over. I mean, Gary Tonin is relentlessly attacking legs, and Paul Harris is ripping at his. So right, I'm so trying to figure in, out. He's got this is what 50 50. <laughs> they're, they're exchanging like <laughs> ankle picks to, to fall back legs. No, but he, now he's trying to arm weave. All right, now All right, back to a stand up. Now, this is where Paul Harris, I, I think he just throws him into the ceiling, right? <laughs> There is a place where he <laughs> like, the ceiling, but this is a, this is an excellent match, right? Because it just proves, like this is a so, nice arm drag, but arm the, drag into a single. See, oh, just no, get off of me. So, but this is like this is the type of thing that like should inspire people to take martial arts, right? Like the tr- the smaller man is truly using quite a bit of athleticism just to stay alive, but also proper technique. And guile to survive and actually. I mean, he keeps win, reaping know? so hard off that Ashi, and that that creates these rolls, and he just kind of rolls off the mat. I just realized that the back of his shirt says "Death Before Decisions." That's a very, uh, it's a very American you. thing, despite being Polaris being a uh, a British. Just please don't open it too too wide. I am one of those pe- people. So here we go. We got a collar tie. What do you think about this whole like interlocking fingers? Thing? I know that I don't that, know. How that, like, I've always I don't know how that, that weirds me out. Like I've <laughs> his thighs. 
Oh my god. <laughs> that, that brought back memories of like Kevin Randleman chucking uh Fedor. But with a good So he's good, got an underhook. See, he's got an underhook and he doesn't try to keep passing. He actually Maybe he just he because he fears lifting up his hips at all cuz if he does then he runs the risk of him yeah, getting so underneath him. He was him, just right? playing kind of a butterfly half and now Tolan Tonin's in He's There's the pass right there, but he doesn't he doesn't try to stuff the knee. It seems like both guys are using top to just attack leg locks. <laughs> so Tonin Is he like do you think he's just like I don't care about choking him? I don't Ooh, care about sweeping him. Look at that. Straight arm lock attempt into a triangle. See now he did. Paul Harris literally just picked him up. With terrible leverage, he just powered him up somehow. Well, with excellent leverage. No, well, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying he didn't have he good leverage. Brute forced he just brute yeah, yeah, brute forced it. Yeah, I don't know why they're were interlocking hands. Oh, Try to little. jump uh, Kami Basami. Did not work. Here we go. So he's going to... Okay, so... What type of passing do you think Paul Harris should be doing right now? Because he's kind of... You know, he's allowing Gary to get these butterfly hooks in. And to elevate him, he to elevates get, him to get backside 50 But he's already 50. cleared the knee. And Gary's trying to recover. Look at that. Gary's literally <laughs> trying to recover I'm just going to sit knee. on you right now. That's, that's well done. Look at that. So, See, I, at this point, if you were Gary expect, too, do you oh. think he would let go? Like he should have let go? Or do you think he could have regained that if he had just kept kind of forcing it? Because uh, I mean, like he was I just on his I don't think letting calf. go is, is, is going to... He's letting go in a, in a suboptimal position in Gary's case, in my opinion. Oh, are you kidding me? Ads in three, Just two. click it. Just click it. Click skip right now. Click. So hang on. Sorry, guys. We just got an ad. I mean, YouTube's got to do their thing. They got to pimp yeah, their but bacon this you, cheeseburgers. I didn't know this. Close, just, just, I would say Alexa skip, but we don't have that here. So so I hit skip. Yep. Now you're good. You're good. And now we're back. So we're at 10, 15, 14, 13, So we, about five minutes have passed. Yeah. Actually, four minutes. And so Paul Harris oh, and he dumps comes up again. for a single and literally just... He just... he. Like, imagine if you're on that website, how many five-year-olds can you kill? <laughs> this would be like, this would be Paul Harris versus one because he literally just picked him up and flipped him head over heels or head over head, heels over head. So Tonin is not controlling the far hip. He's, he's getting, he's getting the heel exposed, but he's never controlling the far hip. Do you think this is pre backside 50, 50 matrix type of stuff? And they haven't like, they haven't refined that yet. So he doesn't. I'm thinking, I mean, now you're in these, look, they're in this kind of, like, while well, your feet are there, I'm going to rip at them. Well, you know. Catch wrestling types of exchanges, well, you might This say? is where they were rolling a lot to do escapes. And they've learned that the roll is not, what does Dan Hur call it? The spiral. The shared spiral problem. Yeah, because then you can Everyone indefinitely just keeps rolling, go. Right? You, yeah. yeah. But I think even the ref doesn't even know completely what position they were in and that's an interesting thing about like leg locks right like it's hard to tell like with normal jiu-jitsu you'd be like yeah i had side control and with this underhook with legs he's like what the fuck am i looking at okay victor victor's next to you victor doesn't have a mic but i just want to ask victor victor is in wrestling and like any form of wrestling uh freestyle folk style whatever do you ever see people interlock hands like this that, that that they do do that okay is there is there like a reason for that or any? I mean, like, 
I've seen them do that in like WWF where they're like, ah, well, that's why and then you're like overpowering the other guy and he yeah, falls to his that. knees. But hang, hang on. Let, let's bring, let's bring our wrestling expert in the room. <laughs> well, he, in the room. Nice, nice, nice. Not, oh, so he's got back control. And, oh, I don't. I don't know what they would do. I always seem it's like a grip. You just grab so it. Gary doesn't no try clue. to attempt to, to come up to no a leg drag. Why it would be better to like interlock fingers as opposed to doing something else? I've like I've seen it done though, so they definitely do it. Okay. All right. So we'll find out. Why do you think Gary Tony didn't attempt to go for a leg drag there? We had him in a fairly good position. No, that's fine. Well, no, you said you didn't know. That's good. Oh, but, he's I mean, dump again, it. isn't he? All right. He's gonna pick that poor dude's foot. Up in the air and flip. Nope, I guess not. Just drop some. So Gary's definitely able to keep Paul Harris off him when uh, when he needs to because he's playing bottom. And it's and Paul Harris. I'm surprised Paul Harris is not smashing him more. But I guess look. He's look, he's, for, he's, he's he's giving up his back right now, trying to. He's looking get to get inside, inside like inside leg position. He he's he's butt scooting. He, not he's, butt scooting. he wants him to stand up so he can fire around. He's the, trying uh, to get that that inside leg in the middle. See there with it his is. left leg. Yep. And now he's got inside position outside Ashi. That's I mean it's pretty deep. No, Paul Harris has got his knee free. Now that look. An so why is he now? That's scary. That's scary. Look his his. That's man. scary. Oh, well, did he tap? No. Uh, <laughs> I know the outcome of this match, and I'm still asking. I mean, how, how, <laughs> like, did he? Did that looked like a tap, right? Like, it's like it, to clear the to clear it. He taps the guy's butt. That's his way to like make space, so the guy thinks he's. So what's interesting about this match to me is how there's very little traditional jujitsu being played in the sense of no one's really trying to pass guard. And secure a more dominant position. No one's really trying to take the back, even. Yeah, well, they're, so they're think- both just trying to get inside leg position. And well, attack I mean, feet. so I think Polaris' rule set is is it's sub only uh, with ref's only. decision. This is sub only ref. Yeah, yeah. I I I do not I do I not know. know the criteria. That's a good question. They do things different across the pond. <laughs> so he's got double threatening a guillotine. I mean. What do you mean? This is awesome. Oh, what? You think it looks like two dudes just playing like touch butt? Oh, there's a triangle. But I guess if you don't know what's going on, you're like, it's just guys rolling around like cats or something, right? Like, yeah. No, what? Wrestling? Oh, wrestling on your knees. Yeah. yeah. Right, so I was looking for a Kamora trap. Then he rolls. See what's interesting, right? Like he just willingly climbs into his butterfly guard when he's supine. Yeah, no. There's a Kamora trap. He gets he tried to do a Kamora trap, but I'm not sure why the hell you try to Kamora trap a dude with whose arms so are larger. I'm definitely than seeing that Paul Harris is always looking to frame. When he's in any sort of half or butterfly half, he's framing in Gary's armpit to prevent Gary from coming up. And that seems like a good frame for him. There it is, another... A- another attempt at the, uh, the Kami Basami. Yeah. He wants to blow his knee out. 
<laughs> Lachlan told you how to fix that. They're looking for an arm drag. But so that's things have right? slowed up he's, a little bit. He's not like Paul Horse isn't actively trying to actually attack him, other than just to like beat him up. There right? it is. His only attacks are coming off of reactions oh, the to. Ooh. I never remembered that one. Oh, he's coming up too. He doesn't. He's not. He's. He doesn't. He's not around the neck. Well, I mean, he's got. Yeah, control. I mean, he's just gonna. So look, strap him. So he's in north south. So Gary's in north south on Paul Harris. Which I don't know how Paul Harris hasn't just like bucked him off at this. I point. I think Paul Harris is like I'm just chilling for a sec. Maybe he's just so confident in his like full mount. Oh, so okay, that's interesting. He crawled from full mount to. Oh, he's, he did the butterfly. So ad break. So hang on. Three, two, break. one, and skip. And we're back Currently at, at 335, 335 4, 4, 3. So he's attempting a head and arm. So do you try to attempt a head and arm with a guy that big? And now uh, Pahar's coming up for a single, puts him down again. Now we're back in the whole butterfly A lot of this game. like flipping him around back to his butterfly guard happening, right? And do you think maybe Pahar should have tried a different... See, the same thing again. A different approach? You know, because he's... Paul Harris is definitely, he's defending more than attacking. Yeah. I mean, again, watching what I'm seeing now, I'm just seeing, you're right, I'm seeing people get aggressive when they're in leg entanglements. But besides that, they're pretty, you know, Paul Harris has had some impressive throws, but he is very... uh, He's not actually trying to guard. submit him. He's cautioning the guard. Because I think he's respectful of, you know, Gary's ability to elevate him and get under. Okay, so he's passing now, but he doesn't... Oh, no, he's trying to backstep into a honey hole. Nope. Well, yeah, that's really That's nice. what you got to Gar- do, right? Like Gary's on the back now. Right, and he's got, a chin, he's got a seatbelt. He's got a seatbelt looking to trap the arm. He's on the underhook side. Paul Harris is so fucking big. Yeah, he looks, he's like a child. His hang on. shoulders look bigger than my head. All right, Paul Harris is starting to break alignment and, here. And Gary's got. So he's Gar- got one hip. Gary's looking oh, yeah, for a he's, twister. He's got- oh, he's got a strong. He's got a strong crossbody ride. Yeah, but what can he? Okay, so he can't leg lock him. Right? He just no. He's got he's got a crossbody ride. He's he, he might go for quarter Nelson. But he's got to be under his head. Now he goes back to a traditional be back control. Good, good. Now he comes up. And oh, that was cool. That was a good. That was that, a really that good, was a good That was probably that. the most jujitsu. Yeah, most right, right, like the like a cool exchange. What's amazing is how Gary's not able to move. Paul Harris's collar tie that much. <laughs> <laughs> like he's sitting, he's sitting in butterfly. Paul Harris is. Is putting a collar tie and he's not moving it. Okay, good chin strap here. He's got a snap down or no? no. I mean, he's got he's got these bars. Oh, oh, flying triangle! Just slips out. It's so like they're ten minutes. They're over ten minutes into this. This is a fifteen so, minute. This fifteen s- sopping wet right now. You know, and actually, their their speed for a fifteen minute match is very has been pretty good. Man. It's been incredible. Intent, like. They've had plenty of good bursts. Dude, look how big Paul Harris is. 
There oh. it is again. And he's still, look at like, less than 30 seconds. And Gary's so still now going doing for a it. straight. Now he's doing like a camel clutch. Dude, Paharis is huge. Look, and he's still going at him. See, so this is that was kind of interesting. He he looked he looked to to smash butterfly, then he went to attack the legs. Because he was playing off of Paul Harris reacting by just pushing him off, right? Because that's your gut reaction. Dude, I feel like just over the course of this match, Paul Harris has gotten a pump and he looks mess. <laughs> he looks more jacked. Well, think about it. He's basically doing like a like a Nautilus pullover the entire time. Wow, what a match! Look at the hespet, <laughs> hespet. Look at it. yeah, yeah, like <laughs> hugging each other. Look, I, I think Gary Tone's actually taller. Oh, look, taller. there's Tom DeBlass in the background. Who else is in the background? That is, I think that is Lloyd Irvin, actually. Oh, there's Danaher right there. Danaher to Blass. Well, remember Eddie Cummings? I think had a match in this one. I don't think Gordon was in this one, but that's an awesome match. I have to give these guys, now that I think about it, the pace <laughs> was amazing for 15 minutes. And for a guy like Paul Harris with his size to maintain the pace. Okay, so. Very impressive. Yes. But he was also, I mean, I hate to say it, but he was defending half the time too, right? Like, but still, I mean. No, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I could do better, I mean, but. I mean, great elevation. I am surprised at how quickly Conan was to reap. Like, he just, he was reaping and, and losing the knee. That, that was amazing. The massive suplex. Tried the, uh, and we got some tried the Marcello action, there. straight arm lock to a triangle. To a near power bomb. That looked like watching Tenant in reverse. Like instead of Paul Harris <laughs> falling down, he just <laughs> stood up with the guy. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like how they used Normally to do the like weight movies. would bring you down and Paul Harris just <laughs> lifts them up. <laughs> that, was a, that's, that was a cool take down. Do you think that was more, was that Tonin whipping him around to get the takedown or was that Paul Harris going, choosing to go down? Dude, that was scary. Yeah. That inside heel hook. But I, I don't know. He doesn't have the other hip controlled. Is that why? <sighs> That's how he's allowing him to whip look, his look, leg over. look at that respect, respect. Who's this guy? I think it is Lloyd Irvin. No, it's not. It's not Lloyd. I don't. God, that's awesome. What a match. Good choice. All right. So, what match do you? This have? is the type of match that I think you definitely show somebody who's you're like. Look, if you train at our gym, we can turn this you into what one you of can these expect. Guys. We're gonna try and rip your ACLs. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead and type your match in. Oh yeah, to YouTube. Um, or do you have it? I sent you a. Oh god, I'll never. Find you sent me a link. You remember back in the day? And by back in the day, I'm in like three weeks ago. <laughs> All right, let me check our. We can actually search. All right, let's go oh, back in okay, time. Okay, searching conversation. Uh, so we're going back. So when did you first see this match? I saw well, it. Well, I searched for this. I, I don't even remember. I think it was a BJJ Scout video. And like BJJ Scout's like the channel that I follow. He does a lot of like really, really good breakdowns. I found it here. Do you want, uh, which one is it? The first one or the Sakuraba one? So I had two kind of choices. I was thinking... Let's do the, let's do, Sakuraba's kind of boring in, in, in retrospect. Let's do the second one. 
the newer greatest fight. grappling match ever MMA. That one. Yes, that one's awesome. All right. So I saw a. Uh, BJJ Scott had posted that. I was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" Like, all right, so this is this is short. This is round two. So this is called this is this is posted by Lineage BJJ. It's called Greatest Grappling Match Ever MMA exclamation point question mark. You should actually put the question mark first. Right? I know. Well, but we, I'm t- I'm telling people how how it's posted. Yeah, yeah. I know. And oh, right, right, if right. you're looking at the right video, you you should see a. A ring with M an um, an M one ring M. with a gigantic M in the background. Very poorly constructed with, by their set design. And the, and the ring has yellow ropes. Yes, and it's a. Uh, and who's do we know who's even in this? Bro, I have no clue. But this let's, match is let, fucking awesome. All right, so let's see. Most entertaining MMA submission grappling matches ever. Lots of mistakes made, thus allowing this match to go on and on. All right, this is that was the description. <laughs> <laughs> but like, lots of mistakes made. Are and there check, really? And check. We'll have links to these videos in the description. So if you're wondering but anyway i just yeah, so you're welcome it. lineage bjj we're at the with the one second mark so on three two one oh oh so right off the bat rules? flying oh triangle right God. into a oh. toehold okay oh nakamura against good knee bar right chris Thea. oh that's dude, a tight knee, knee bar bent. i don't know how he's not stomping on his butt to get out of this shit right now so they're wearing mma gloves He's got like pride style gloves, right? So this has to be M1. Now we're no. We got, see, now he's got he's got. Now he's going to a toe like, hold, double no. toe hold. This is like old school. Oh my god! Look at his ankle! No! Look at his ankle! Oh no! Oh no! I think no. I think we're looking at just. It, oh, this is a no. weird position. It's like almost like white belts doing leg locks, right? But oh. like no actual hip control. They're still going. Look, no, there's no, a little MMA a little bit. Yeah, got punches in. Okay, this is pretty chaotic. I don't even know how you could call it. You guys got to watch this. But dude, it gets crazier. I'm okay, telling you. Don't spoil it. This is the, apparently the second round. So now, so like he's trying to unhook, unhook his a, arm to break this, the grip. Is he in a 50-50 or he in a leg drag? He's, in, he's in a, a he's, he's in a actually almost position. in a weird. He's in that position. Oh, there we go. Okay, so now. Half guard. half guard. All right. So now we're back to normal jujitsu, but it's, he's giving up the underhook. Half guard, trying to, to peel three quarter mount out. Now he's to mount. He's going for a rolling arm bar. Got the leg and everything. Look at that. Oh, oh got the. Look at that. Oh, we got locked an arm in. bar. Look at. Oh, see. We got the hitchhiker, and he's out, and he's That's punching. a really good late escape. To his back, right? I don't know if I'm if I'm in these people's corners. I'm having like, this is the the if you're an IBJJF coach ha- or ref, this is so hard to score right now. This is like watching kids grab. No, they, they would just DQ these guys. Right <laughs> like, so he passes guard, straight to, to full mount. mount. Oh, so, it, almost. Well, I, I think he's intentionally leaving that across for control. Right into an armbar. See, oh, like that was slick, right? Do you think that was intentional? Oh, and he's missing it. Did it pop or did it just? Like- <laughs> I think his arm was. And now, we're, yeah, front oh. headlock. He's gonna. What's he gonna do? Oh, Jesus. So we're in. We're in turtle front headlock, circling to the back. Oh, Kimura trap or Kazushi Sakuraba. Dude, this guy's a catch wrestler, dude. This is definitely catch wrestling right here. Look at that. Give up my back for that Kimura control, or double wrist lock for for you Ryan Martmans out there. Yeah, but you gotta. 
I mean, the guys... Um, Hell, Pedro submitted a guy in competition with one of these. Really? With Yeah. Okay, left on his back. The guy still should he have let go? I mean, like, I feel like the guy, the guy on the back needs to get upper, like, like upper more, body. Control, yeah, yeah, he's got a little bit then too the low hips. Of this, this attack will go away. Now we're back into side control, back into a turtle. Yeah, the guy in the weenie in. wraps, though, man. He's he's got, he must be a catch wrestler. Nakamura, he must be like some Japanese like former pro wrestler. Because like, who the hell wears weenie wraps in MMA anymore? Oh, oh, now we're actually punching. Oh, high kick. Flying oh. armbar. He almost killed himself. Oh, but my. no control, right? He does not control the shoulder girl. Okay, now he's got a triangle. And this guy's just, he's just pulling away, doing the, oh, oh, oh the arm. Oh, is his arm no. broken? Oh, he's actually no. pulling no, it the wrong his, way, no, is Dude, oh my god. Oh, is this guy out or is this guy tired? No, I think they're gassed out. <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is absolutely unbelievable. One minute left, and they're still going at it. Crazy ground and pound. Punching from the bottom. I don't know why you ever do that. Into a single leg. Does he finish it? Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Kimura trap. Oh, and, into and a counter, Look at that. Countering the, countering the Kimura. Kimura with a straight arm lock. Oh, that, that's got to be it. He's going to hitchhiker out of it. That's got to be it. Is he? Is he? He's, no. He's, he's, no. He's, he's taking no. I'm good, coach. I'm good, ref. I'm okay. Look at this. I'm going to walk around. I've got no joints. <laughs> my my elbow is, in fact, a ball and socket. <laughs> Holy shit. And I'm still punching with arms that have been attacked multiple times. I, oh, wait. What just happened there? Why did he... Did he, did he get knocked out for a second? I mean, if this were IBJJF, this would be like zero to zero. Thirty-three. <laughs> what a round! I, I I don't know what I just saw. What did I just see? So amazing jujitsu or terrible jujitsu? I mean both. That was uh, that was incredible. That's what I'm saying, right? That was great. That was absolutely <laughs> right. Like, I've never seen like guys eat arm bars like that. That's basically if you watch two, if this is even possible, if you if it was possible to put the mindset of two day one white belts with like good solid purple belt understanding of jujitsu, like the tenacity and fearlessness of a day one white belt. But just the I don't give a fuck of like, uh, you know, I'm just going to go for shit like left and right. Wow. I, I, I'm like breathless watching that. That was that was crazy. That was <laughs> How awesome. So hopefully that you guys are watching this because if you're not, I don't know if our commentary does any of this. Because <laughs> we're both. Just, oh, <laughs> I mean, this is that's amazing. So what is it? OK, I think you're watch along match excellent for an initiated jujitsu fan mm -hmm. my match perfect for like you want to do grappling this is what fucking grappling can except do except nothing except grappling didn't lead to anything it's just it was just a lot of arm bars that didn't to the to the bystander 
would be like, that didn't work. Or was that guy just that good to get out of it though? Uh, do you think the, do you think the uninitiated would, would see it that way? I think people just like to watch exchanges, whether they're I mean, there's a lot exchanges. Of but I mean, the scrambles from top to bottom. To me, the thing that was crazy is at the very beginning, that one toehold, yeah. it looked like the guy's, yeah, I could yeah. see like his, his ankle bone just sticking out. And I'm, I'm just like, ah. Oh. M1 must pay a real good finish bonus. I guess, dude. I mean, that was painful to watch. His arm a couple times. Oh, yeah. And then he's shaking his, he's like, oh, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. Like, as, as his like, elbow is getting hyper. He's like, no, no, like, no, no, I'm, no, no I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay, rap. That's uh, like the, that would be awesome if it was in pride because like that little, what, uh, Shinyu Yamasaki would have been like, do you give up? Do you give up? You know, like, <laughs> like <laughs> but, um, so I've got a bonus for us. Oh, okay. I thought of this. Nate Diaz versus Ryan Hall in the Gi. Really? This how did you even? Interesting, how did you? I, I came. I saw this, this match. Uh, YouTube uh, suggestion. I'm yeah, guessing. probably. Yeah. I saw. This, no, no. I saw this match before. Oh, okay. And it's very interesting because it shows you. Well, I'll see. I, I want to get your thoughts on it. But basically, so first off, this is also 13 years ago. Yeah, this is 2007. I believe they're black belts or brown belts. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think 2007, belts. Ryan Hall was probably a brown belt at the time. So Because that's when he... Actually, he might have been a purple belt. Yeah, he might have been a purple We'll take a look. Yeah. So it's the title of this is... Some, it's uh, Nate Diaz versus Ryan Hall, 2007 U.S. Open... Seven. 12. No, 12. Oh, my 12 God. match. <laughs> Those Roman neurals. <laughs> okay. So for you, what would you say? X... X-I-I. There we go. Or 12 X, match. Yeah. All right. So here we go. It's a short one ish and five four three two one oh, oh sh- opens with the gracie what, fighter logo opens with uh wolfgang amadeus mozart so god this yeah, is before 1080p. i don't know why we've got music on i don't know why i don't remember this it, was, this was done with a camcorder on vhs wasn't it yeah they're purple belts look they're purple belts all right ryan, ryan hall is ryan hall he did, actually hit him with the, the double ankle like so just watch this. Oh, so nice. there is classical music in the background. So whatever. I mean, it is. Ryan Hall is on Nate Diaz's back and they roll out. And it looks like they're both purples. Yeah. I want to turn this. Or this is down. just terrible like resolution. Could be. This is like Blair Witch style shaky cam, man. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, look look at the atten- they're in probably a high school gym. Yeah, like, <laughs> These are some of the most badass guys on the planet <laughs> right? grappling. Yeah, both, and one is the actually they're both winners of the Ultimate Fighter. Exactly. Wow, look at that. Either and this was probably right around the time they got on the Ultimate Fighter, or at least Nate. Did. Well, wait, yeah, because Nate was around then, but um, Ryan Hall was much later. Nice seatbelt control. So, comes up, threatening the bow and arrow. Staying on the nice back. escaping, but look, maintaining that grip to prevent it from coming up, right? So that's pretty good. I can't get over this uh, <laughs> music. It's the concerto in D minor. At I least think it's it not Lincoln Park. <laughs> hey man, I like Lincoln Park. So is that that's not a sweep yet, right? I haven't seen a guy hold up anything. Because he Reinhold had his so look, back, Nate. He's now got reverse has gotten to the top, but that's still not four because he's. I mean, he, they're technically still on each other's backs. 
Oh, no, Look, here we go. See, Nate's yep. going, or uh, Ryan, Ryan yeah. back on the back. But no points, yep. Now Nate Cameraman. spins into side control. Right, so that's a reversal. Mm-hmm. No points. Now they reset, and they're going to drag him into Somebody's the Somebody's going to catch their goddamn toe in that crack on the mat there. This has to be an IBG. It looks like IBGF mats. Yeah. Come on, amateurs. The shaky pick. Look at that shaky cam. Oh, man. So he started him in side control. He's got his knee up. Oh, traditional. Uh, Opening up the lapel on the far side, going under the armpit. Does he bravo? Ryan Hall stuck under Nate Diaz's side control. They do look like purple belts here. Yeah. This is a purple belt match. I mean, it's 13 years ago, you know. I mean, like. Oh, we're feeding the lapel. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. We're doing a bravo here. So just constant bridging on Ryan Hall's part to try to disrupt his balance. Kazushi. This is America. And no then one. Nate. Oh, 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 I thought he tapped. I was like, then Nate him? trying to get neon stuff. He's, he's actually got crucifix now because he's got Ryan's arm trapped underneath um, his shin. Is he still working that choke? I can't tell from the angle. He still has that underhook. Now he's switching to a Kimura. That's a cool little grip on the guy's butt. He's got the Kimura. Oh, it's getting deep it. now. Yep. One. Oh, does he? Oh. oh. Nice match. And nice match, man. So this is purple belt Nate Diaz and purple belt Ryan Hall. Two absolute Gs. Now, here's what I found interesting about this match. That it was so basic jujitsu. No, what was interesting about it was that I thought Ryan Hall was... Actually, I take that back because Nate Diaz did some good jujitsu. But it was like Ryan Hall started out well. Nate weathered the storm, got out of back mount, and then... Ended up finally uh, getting inside control and and bullying him a little more. Like I felt Ryan Hall was very much a, a little more savvy with with getting on the guy's back, getting on Nate's back at the beginning. But once Nate was able to get out of back mount, dodge the bow and arrow, get out of back mount. Once he got on top, he controlled Ryan a lot better. Yeah. So I can I I I look at this like. As weird as it sounds like, if I were to go with a guy like Ryan Wilkerson, I'm not going to try and control Ryan Wilkerson from side control, but he'll try and control me from side control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'll try to get on Ryan's back. Of course. So this right? is kind of like the, the, a contrast. I'm not saying Nate Diaz doesn't go and get on people's backs, but it was just interesting to see because when I first saw this match, I was like, Ryan Hall's putting on a clinic until Nate Diaz. Until he didn't. <laughs> until yeah, Nate yeah. Diaz got out and then smashed him. And Ryan Hall could not get out. So, and that was a good transition to threaten one thing and then opportunistically get the uh, the the, the Kimura grip. Yeah, and, and then, then rip he it. Also, but he was. Also, and did you see how he's ripping? He was. He was. Yo, man, like he's a fighter, bro. That's Stockton. Stockton. Uh, and that uh, arm was pretty far back oh, before Ryan Hall tapped. Ryan Hall's got some shoulder flexibility, bro. Yeah, he. Um, but he. Also, he was also doing it up his back, not out like that. You're so, right. Like, he's he's going to tap a little bit uh, later from that. But I mean, no doubt. It, that, that's a. So is that you think Ryan attacking the back as much as he was? 
and not like sitting out, for example, when he kind of that third roll through. Because Ryan Hall is known to be also like a master of like gaming. You know? What do you mean by gaming? Like gaming, like gaming the, system? the system and stuff. So like, not to say that he wasn't working to finish, but was he game, you know what I mean? Like trying to play for points at first and then lost it. I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see any, I, I, I wasn't paying attention, but did you see the guy raise his fingers at all? Like I didn't see the no, ref call. No, because they, they were both scrambling But, but I thought he had back control. So like, I, won't you get four points for back control? Did he have both hooks in? I, I, I didn't. Do we have to go back to instant yeah, replay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, so just as, as, a, as an experiment, we did this. We watched three matches, obviously the, for the best experience. Three drastically different matches. Yeah. We found we watched two no-gi match. We, no, we watched a no-gi match, an, an MMA, MMA match. match, and a gi match. Yes. Now, hopefully, you can you followed along, and hopefully this is entertaining enough on its own, but hopefully... If you were able to watch these matches along with us, then it'll make a little more sense, all our reactions and, oh my God, and this. But my question to you, Chris, is how often do you watch match footage and how useful it is to you for your development as a jiu-jitsu practitioner? So this, <clears throat> I was actually chatting with uh, uh, Sean Velasquez, the blue belt. From moving Colorado, we were chatting about it after the the bar, actually during the barbecue on Saturday, and we were just discussing sort of like instructionals and and how I tend to learn the best, and I'm a very sort of like academic like book learner, and actually Paul kind of talked about this too, and when he was on the show, is I learn the best when people sort of break things down conceptually, show me the technique, why it works, and then like I can sort of like implement it a little bit better, right? And Paul said that he and and Sean feels the same way. He's like, I, I prefer that type of learning. Whereas Paul, you know, he's he does he almost sort of like BJJ. Maybe Paul is BJJ scout. Um, where say that again? He what? Maybe Paul is BJJ scout. Oh. where he watches a lot of like competition footage, <clears throat> notices tendencies, and sort of like reverse engineers it to see why it works and how and when. Um, I I I think the fan in me takes it. Like I mean, you guys heard me talking about weenie raps and all the silliness during these matches, right? Um, where I don't sit there and turn on my academic brain because my my spectator brain, my lizard brain is sort of like operating. So I'm not examining it as uh, closely or as um, intricately as I do when something's in a different type of academic setting. So I don't watch a lot of competition footage. Maybe I should. You watch a lot of BJ Scout, though, right? Yes, but that's that's Did competition I footage. Scout? I meant BJJ Scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's a different Everyone channel. Looking at BJ Scout, I'm sorry, <laughs> you're not supposed to look that one. <laughs> Although that'd be kind of interesting. I mean, that's we don't watch any of that competition footage. Um, but the uh, <laughs> sounds like a weird like yeah, game that, show in Japan. That's a or different. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a different channel that you subscribe to on a different uh, tube. different platform. But we um. Very much pay to play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I. But but BJJ Scout is also competition footage that's distilled to an academic. That's presentation. why. I'm, that's why I'm asking because yeah. that's like a middle ground between the two. Yeah, you're exactly. looking at competition footage, but you're getting an instructional like breakdown of right, right, right. On. Yeah. So I, you know, I, maybe I just like the people doing the work for me, and then me running away with the benefits. Uh, 
like a BJJ Scouts breakdown of Damian Maya's like docking positions for passing. Mm-hmm. I was able to implement almost immediately because I don't stand to pass. I'm a knee passer, right? And like watching that kind of gave me the confidence that when you're standing against a supine opponent or a seated opponent, that it's not chaos, which is I, I often associate standing passes with requiring attributes to do. But when he broke it down in that fashion, I, I had a little bit more confidence to implement a system to pass while standing instead of uh, just looking at pa- standing passes as just like, a, I'm going to dive into shit and just like kick your fucking shins and stuff to, until I can get through. What is your approach when it comes to, to watching this material? Is it is it just opportunistic? Like, oh, I have time and it pops up on my phone or... Is there purpose behind it? Like, oh, I want to look specifically into such and such techniques. I deep dive. So whatever the curriculum is at the gym at the moment, like when we were doing butterfly passing or butterfly guard um, stuff, I was deep diving into that. Uh, Right now, because I'm teaching the morning classes and I'm sort of doing my own curriculum for the audience. Instead of spider guard, which is what we're doing. Yeah, I'm doing pin escapes. Right, because which is part of foundation, so which is kudos yeah, exactly, and pl- and also out, and actually. furthermore, like it's just it's good to review, right? Because people aren't going to review on their own, so everybody gets a little bit of extra work, and so I've been deep diving in that because that's that's probably the weakest part of my game is pin escapes, right? Like I I don't force action, I let things happen, and a big part of pin escapes is creating kuzushi to uh, to off balance the person to to create the openings that you need. And to, to capitalize on it. So I, you know, as a part of my own game, to, it's maybe it's a little bit selfish, but my guard retention is probably the strongest part of my game. But once that gets passed, then I'm kind of fucked, right? So you haven't gotten cross choked by Paul in the, in the mount yet. Not right? yet. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a year and a half gone now. So t- have at it, coach. Um, but that's uh, there's not a lot of rhyme or reason to my like there's not a lot of method to the madness other than like once I mean you sort just said reaction. a very clear one though which was whatever is being taught curriculum wise you do a deep dive yeah because what the you know the major coaches what their take on it is yeah and plus like for like Paul teaches a technique exceptionally well right like and and I I can learn from that I think I can learn from that also because I'm, I'm a black belt at this point where I can I can understand why it's working that way. Um, but when I'm teaching it, it helps to have other people's mnemonics on things to be able to, like you'd kind of said, you know, you appreciate me teaching like a Saturday class every so often because my take on things, I may offer a little bit of insight here and there where it might give that light bulb to somebody. Uh, um, sure. So like, I, I just like to be able to present as much information about something as possible. Who are your go-to guys when it comes to looking up curriculums? Like, for example, with butterfly passing, who, wh- wh- what coaches were you, or what resources were you going to? Um, passing is a harder thing because jujitsu is so heavy on guard work and and guard systems and attacking systems. But for it's it's hard to find a lot of good passing curriculums or good passing uh instructionals incidentally but um i mean the, the obvious ones are so like for guard pa- butterfly guard passing youtube for me i don't i just kind of like look at 
like multiple sources on that. And then I kind of find the common do you denominators. Own, do, you own, do you filter out, like, do you only go to videos that are taught by instructors you know? No. No, you'll no, just that's never to, a good idea. Never a good idea. Yeah, okay. I like a, I like the idea of open source. Okay, like just because it's like just because they're and and you feel like your BS meter will be there to be like that does that wouldn't work. Oh yeah, like yeah. If yeah, someone for sure. if if there's a you know, let's just say a purple belt showing something somewhere in in, in Alaska, you'll be able to be like, oh, that guy actually has something that works, or no, that guy doesn't realize. That. Yeah, I mean, it's just sort of like when you talk about how Paul. Like something's new to you, right? And you're like, hey, man, what do you think about this? And Paul said, or, or not even just Paul saying this to somebody, uh, like you presenting something. Just the idea of I've been around long enough and I've seen enough stuff where if somebody asked me, oh, what about this? Then I would, I would just say, well, I would just do this, right? I, I think my ability to kind of recognize that is strong enough at this point where I can, I can see good principles behind techniques and I can definitely see bad principles behind techniques. So I can, I can reasonably filter out because like if you watch enough tapes or not enough tapes, but enough instructions from enough people, a, a butterfly sweep is, or a, a butterfly pa passes a butterfly pass, right? It just depends on what they're doing at that very moment and the strategy behind it. And there are going to be common denominators regardless, right? You have to, if you're going to do a pressure style, you need to somehow find a way to effectively get their back flat on the mat, you know, pin their heel to their butt. You need to bypass the knee, you know, like just simple things like that. But if the guy's like, oh, well, I would take my shin and step it across here and like swing around my head. I'm like, man, if that, like that sort of shit, like that's, that's clearly an Instagram thing that, you know, so I, I can't see that because in general, I feel as though if it takes more than five moves to execute something, then like that's like how the hell are you going to teach that to you know some so, like okay? And so how do you explain tenth planet, the tenth planet warm up katas? Because <laughs> those are more than. Although technically, I'm being a bit of a smart. That's ass, a sequence. I'm though. being a smart ass because each move might be less than five steps. But you, if you chain together a bunch of moves right. that each take less than five steps, you're going to have more than five steps in the whole sequence. That's that's a weird. Like I've I've chatted a lot with Ryan. I, Ryan and I argue about that so much. We gotta have Ben on and have his take on it too. Oh man, yeah, I, sh I should definitely do that. Yeah, um, let me let me use my my connections. Um, use that black a belch status. Yo, I remember when he got his purple belt. There you go. Well, just use the fact that you go back a long time with the <laughs> Yeah, like, bro. <laughs> like, remember when you beat up Brandon, Brandon, whoever his name was, and you used me as the fucking dummy? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my one favor from you. Um, who was that guy, the Hawaiian guy that he beat up? Where he just need the shit out of him? The Hawaii, is this little Brandon? Little Brandon, no. There's a Brandon I know that's little. Oh, Brandon Vera? No, when uh, Ben fought, he, he was a Hawaiian dude. Oh, oh, his, oh. Uh, he was on the Ultimate Fighter under Tito. Did he? Was that the... No, no. The, I don't the know. Hawaiian but it was, guy. It was a match where he just like... Like all Ben did right off the bat was he grabbed him in a plum, the, the tie clinch, and just kneed the shit out of him and I think I know who you're talking about too. His name is Brandon something, but you know, 
I will call upon my favor. No, because there was a. I think this guy was in the Ultimate Fighter. You're talking about Andy Yang or whatever hell it was. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. He actually won the Ultimate Fighter with Tito, I believe. Um, I want to see if I can see the guy's name. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, yep, it had to be a different person. I don't. I'm not seeing the name. But anyway. But yeah, maybe I'll have to to reach out to Ben about that because I mean he he's been awarded two black belts at this point, right? Like his. And that's from, why I like to compare and contrast. Yeah, because it's it's two distinctly dis- different systems too. So that's cool that he you know, he didn't carry it forward. But ironically, well, not ironically, but just incidentally, um, Tyler brown belt under Paul, he moved to Las Vegas and started uh, doing jujitsu over there. And you know he kind of asked them like you know well it's been a while since I've trained and. You know, you guys have a distinctly different system than what I've used to and what I've learned. You know, I'm a brown belt, but I'm also willing to um, start over as a white belt because you guys are that much different. So that's props to, to Tyler for for having the humility to do that. But I guess the way they work is like, you know, we'll, we'll honor your belt. You know, um, you are a brown belt in jiu-jitsu, you know, a legitimate one. But if it takes you a little bit longer to sit at a brown belt until you get your black, you know, under our system, then you, you still belong. Sure. So that's cool. I was thinking of Kendall Grove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's the Hawaiian. You're that's the Hawaiian yeah. I was thinking, but he did not fight Ben Saunders. What's it? No, no, he, he's never fought Ben. No. But either way, so uh, what were we talking about? We were t- We've well, off topic. We initially were talking about how you look at, at – at you know footage whether it's competition or instruction oh yeah number of moves and then moves and then you said number of moves has to be less than five and then i made my little snarky <laughs> but what <laughs> about 10th planet right but that's also different but again it's a different I was, purpose I, too yeah, but i, I was I know, also yeah. being snarky because yeah. i'm not saying if you do a but yeah if i do a 10 move sequence of course i'm going to do you know there are a bunch of steps in each move but as long as each step is five or less then we're you know yeah i agree with you it, you know in in a I mean, even at this point, your BS meter should probably be fairly high for what's a reasonable technique and what's, what's not a reasonable technique. Mm, to some degree, although I see a lot of stuff involved with inversions and barambolos, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of like, how much is the person not resisting? And yeah, how I'm much like, is what it? if the guy just sits down on you? Like, yeah, that sort of that's kind of right? the... And maybe those guys be like, oh, if they just sit down, then you have this obvious... You know, you just armbar them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like oh, okay. I would just cross face him, right? Like that sort of whatever. Um, so there's that component, but I think like I think for me, I, I definitely love instructionals as a supplement, but it has to be focused on something. Like I have to be researching a topic, yeah. Whereas or studying a subject, I can't just the old scroll through. <laughs> Like, hashtag jujitsu on Instagram. Yeah. That doesn't work. It has to be, I'm studying hashtag a system. butterfly guard. Yeah. When I'm, I'm studying a system and, yeah. I, and I need to, I, I'm looking for precise answers to questions. Even if some of those questions are, what are the common reactions when you're in this position right. from your opponent? So, I think it's a good supplement, but... You have to figure out when you're, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, you know, at what point are we overwhelming 
our brain and our ability to learn new things. So we definitely have to, to ration it out and understand that, yeah, Danaher has, you know, what, six instructionals or seven instructionals, those, those key ones. And that's going to take you years to actually cover yeah. those things to the depth that he's covering them. So, But this is where I think, to Felix's point, and he talks about how he's been... I, I actually... I, I apologize, Felix, so you have to, to call me out on this, but I don't know what belt rank you are. But just the fact that you're thinking about how to teach people and using the concept of skill development in place of technique development to to coach the club or whatever it is that you're you're teaching like that's that's already leaps and bounds ahead of <laughs> hell even Noah and me sitting here talking about all the bullshit that we do so and there is a lot of bullshit there's a ton of bullshit i mean i did bring you three jokers today so i can't wait to do that it's going to be so good i want to well i'll read it in a weird way but it all uh, I, I won't spoil it. i'll i will leave you with no preconceived right, let's notion let's see if i can see what belt rank but, you know, just, just the fact that somebody's putting thought into how to teach uh, his peers is, is good, right? So, of course, when you're teaching a class, I don't think, you know, it's not a damn seminar. You're not filming an instructional. So, the expectation to deep dive into things too much is, shouldn't be. So, okay. on November, excuse me, September 14th of last year, 2020, Felix, looks like, was awarded... His third stripe on his purple. Bro, he's there. He's Way at the coolest go. belt. He's at the best belt to be. So congratulations on that. And I'm just, I'm creeping on your Instagram. So if we're wrong, just call don't, us out. But. Don't double click too many times. Like yeah. it's <laughs> he's going to be like, why are there all these parts? <laughs> like, BGD and Bruce, like, BGD and Bruce, like, BGD and Bruce, like. This is where he, Have you he, ever seen that when a, a account follows you? Yeah. And then they like like five of your things. It, yeah, because you they think you're going to reciprocate. Which, Don't by the way, I did an experiment. There was someone that had a private account that requested to follow me, and I don't know them. And in the past, to you I, or BJ Ambrose? In no, to my personal. Your personal. And in in the past, I've sent that person a message, and said, "Hi, thanks, you know, thanks for." For reaching out, yeah. kind of. Do I, I, I don't you? say reaching out, but I'm like, do we know each other somewhere? I Forgive me if I've forgotten, you know, because I yeah. just want to see. Is this person just adding me randomly? And nobody ever responds. So this time I was like, all right, I'm just going to accept, you know. Did you? I, I let them now follow me because I'm private. everything about you. And then I followed them back. Okay? Within 48 hours, that person had unfollowed me again. Yeah, so they're... So they're clearly just fishing for the follow back, and then they renege. Because they had like over 10,000 followers, but they were only following like 200 people. Well, that's the easiest and I'm thing. Like, that's the easiest, easiest Come BS on, filter. bro. That's like the oldest scam in the book. Yeah. You know, like, like, I'll follow you, you follow me. Because they Wait. think that you're going to forget, right? Like that you followed them and you're not going to go renege on yours. They're, they're banking on so you doing So I unfollowed that. you too. Fuck yeah. You. Fuck them. <laughs> Take that. All that work. Take that, Putin. <laughs> <laughs> Russian hackers. <laughs> <laughs> the um. So you you didn't get to watch the fights on Saturday. No, I did not get to see on a- ABC. No. How less. late did you all stay here? Because I took off at like two two thirty or something. Like that. Oh no, I well so on Saturday there were also NFL football games, playoffs. Kind of a big deal. I'm out. Yeah, kind of a big deal in the sports world. 
So uh, there was your neck is a little, contorted horribly. Right I know. Now. Are is, you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm like you I look like you're twisting yourself. Thank you. So. Yeah. I, I probably. I, I want to make sure. I'm gonna wonder why. I'm like, oh, my neck hurts. Oh, I'm yeah. like, your body is like a crescent. Podcast. Was a jujitsu? No, it was the podcast recording. So on Saturday we did, we had a uh, little, a little barbecue, barbecue. here, it was and that wasn't so much. Yeah, there's a lot of food. I think we're expecting way more people because not that many people showed up not for a barbecue. As many as I think we should have had. So it was kind of quiet gathering, and we were kind of chilling here afterwards a little bit. But I left pretty early. And did you watch football? I did watch some football, but I had to go lift. Did I, I lift. What did I have to do? I had to do something. I didn't realize you were a big football fan. I made mean, the playoffs. Oh, okay. You know, so but it's, it's I didn't know that, but that it was the playoffs. But I. Uh, I, th- I think I had to go do something. Probably grocery shop and meal prep for you, right? Yeah, or is that probably. Sunday? I'm sorry. But I, I know that I actually made the effort to wake up early. Oh, no, I went home and I slept. That's what I did. I went home and I slept because I woke up early because I, with this party, I was like, I need to lift today because this is one of my lift days. So I want to get up. Uh, I want to lift before. So I deadlifted before class. And that's okay. Now it's all coming back to me. I started trash talking with Mike Sahibi. <laughs> On Instagram. So I posted a gym pic and said, strength over technique. I'm coming for you, Mike. And then Mike immediately replied. So this is before class. This is like nine in the morning. I'm already up and lifting, deadlifting. And then I did heavy rows and I recorded myself doing heavy rows. And I said, this is for you, Mike. I looked at the camera. I said, this is for you, Mike. And I started doing heavy rows. And at that point, I talked myself into having to roll with him. Oh, Even man. though already in the machine, in the message, like, dude, I can't roll with you right now. I'm dead from doing <laughs> like, deadlifts yeah. and heavy rows. And <laughs> it's like probably my hardest day. My RPE, my relative of- perceived exertion or yeah, effort yeah, yeah. or whatever, was pretty high. <laughs> and now I've got to go. You mean my- it was an RPE of six when it should have been eight? No. Or, I, or it's backwards. I don't know. Or, I don't know. It it, but no, I, I, I mean, I was pretty tired. Got over at the gym at. At basically 11. Yeah, you were late. late. I was late you to class. You pulled a Carl. I know. I was late to class because I was lifting. Hmm. And then... Excuses. Then, uh, of course, I had to... I owed Mike around. And, and still, I bet you felt like hell. I mean, I was pretty tired. It was a good round. He did armbar me at the end. So, he uh, he won the battle. But I will continue to win the war. I just keep lengthening the war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is this becoming a Justin Paul, like, sort of... Are you guys keeping tabs at this point? Mm. I don't think I'm good enough yet for that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we are, um, we've got a, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how he views it, but it's always a good role for me and I'm trying to give him different looks and challenge him. I almost, I, I started to get him in the start of maybe a twister in our last yeah. role, which is kind of cool. So I managed to get a far side like hook. Not like a double, like literally, like almost truck on the far side, like which is weird. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I I need to start looking at at people and see what they're doing because I have this little thing I do when I'm on bottom where I'm always looking to maybe Marcelo. I've heard Marcelo does it. It's like when people are on top, I'm already try. I'm I'm trying to hook the outside. So you know, if someone's passing and I'm about to turtle and give it my back. Mm-hmm. I try to take my inside leg and hook their near leg as opposed to a butterfly hook. So, Oh, I see. You You're Merkeling them, right? 
Is it Merkel? a Merkle? Is that, is that what it I is? I think it's a Merkle. I don't know what that is. So chair. it's almost I'll like, sh- imagine hitting a switch Yeah. with your arm. I'm doing the same thing, but with my leg, except I'm not hooking it. I'm just doing a butterfly hook. But I'm not doing the traditional butterfly side. I'm doing... So imagine a guy on my back. Yeah. And I clear the top hook, and I pummel my leg in under that. Yes. My top leg under. That's what I'm doing when guys are like passing to my back. Is that to prevent that's to prevent them from It's to elevate them and to hopefully get the like to kick them off or rotate into Ashi. Ah, okay. So it's kind of a it's kind of a funky little I, I've been It's a little Noah thing. A little Noah thing. I don't know. I'm sure someone does that, but anyway, I've had some I've had success with that. Speaking of I, I don't know. I've had a lot of I, I've had a lot of reps with people on my back recently. So I don't know if that's a good thing, but <laughs> I'm oh, calm under pressure. <laughs> you should just I, should, I, should, I should say that I've been feeding people my back. There you to go, practice. There you go, yeah, you're, so you're practicing late back escapes. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. In reality, I've been taking my back. So good for you guys. I, I channeled my inner Noah. I actually you know, I did the whole Paul thing, right? Where uh I was like yeah, Noah does this really well. I've been using my frames very well to prevent guard passing because I'm not very good at like the whole bi- like preventing the cross face mm-hmm. with the bicep control. Well, that's the new school stuff. That that's you, the new school yeah. stuff. I'm trying. It works. <laughs> Holy shit, does it work? It's yeah. so it fr- like I frustrate people enough with my legs. Yeah. Now nice. I can use my arms too. Whew. You know what's funny is Paul showed me the old school escape that I'm like, this is what Crispy was always been talking about. Yeah. The old school escape. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. So you do the elbow escape, mm-hmm. but then you, you attack the, 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 the cross face arm and you stretch it out. Yeah. And then, and you, then you, like, you just get them. You almost kind of like Marcelo sweep them. Yeah. But they, they just stretch out and yeah. then that opens up a gap for you to shoot mm-hmm. the leg through. And I was like, oh, he's like back in Marcio, we used to always drill this. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. so that's where like, that's how I, but then people end up smashing my face and stuff or, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I always go to the bicep. I yep, make space to go to the bicep. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always trying to frame and keep the keep the throat, you know. So the yeah, because I'm trying to get back to an open guard instead of just like squirming into closed guard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, old this is true. Like old school versus new school. Crazy. It's, it's, I'm like, oh, but but what's interesting is right because I'm training against people who are constantly who are brought up in the quote new school of things. They were able to pass occasionally using sort of like newer style of passing and and I've been able to counter that with learnedness um but so yeah I channeled my Noah on on uh, lately but um so class is about to start here you'll have to let me know how three jokers is because I finally remembered it even though I told you I'd bring it Saturday so and I you brought me and, and it's a lovely book and I will be sure to return it to you in mint condition so yeah like yeah that's the thing right because I uh, I'm not going to break its spine don't, like Bane don't open broke, it too far oh. like Bane broke <laughs> I hate that man like no, I, whenever I, I, I trade my books in to this like used bookstore Bright Light Books uh, over in Castleberry by the way they're always like did you even read this I'm like yeah man I'm so keeping that a 9.5 it did uh I guess, like, do you ever write in books? No. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? You're like me. I know people that write in books, like, when I would go to, you know, especially in college, do you take textbooks that are underlined Well, and that's, that's one thing. A textbook, I, won't, I would never write in a comic book. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't that's think sacrilegious. a comic book, but it just, 
in any book. I'll, I'll, I'll draw highlight any things. book. I won't. No, see, I won't do that. Really? Is that no. out of like respect for the book? Yeah, or? exactly. No, but you're you're giving it more respect by writing. No, it. because because maybe my because it's too permanent. Because maybe in the future I don't want to highlight the concepts that way. Hmm. You okay. know what I mean? Like, are are you also a believer in like the tactile like learning that if I write it out like separately, then it like sticks well, I do better. that with jujitsu. I write out, but in class I never wrote things out. Right. But with jujitsu, I do write out the stuff. Hmm. Although now I write less and less. The more I progress, the less and less I write. Yeah, yeah, because you can because you're starting to the I'm unification. Like, of, I'm like, I know that already. I do it once. I'm like, I know it. <laughs> that was Eric. The <laughs> oh, other that's so Eric. Did it that's one. very that's very near purple belt of you, Noah. I, oh, I got yeah. that. I got that. Yeah. Next thing you be show, you already late past warm ups on Saturday. <laughs> oh my god, you're fucking dead to me. <laughs> god, you're that's fucking so dead bad. to me. And what we we have a podcast, so that's another purple exactly. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, we'll wrap this up, guys. I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. It was a little different. We did a watch along. If you enjoyed it, let us know. If you want us to do more, let us know. But uh, we'll make sure to have links to all those matches in the uh, in the description wherever you're listening. And before we let you go, check out our sponsor, Crown Rash Guards. They are online. www.crownrashguards.com. Be sure to use our promo code Baruz. B R E W S E W S Bruise Plural and save twenty percent off your next order. Yeah. And that will uh let them know that we are driving sales and traffic and all that good stuff and building their brand. But in all seriousness, uh, it's a great story. It's a jujitsu guy that's making a solid product for the jujitsu industry. So Support small businesses. Support Crown Rash Guards. They're also yeah. on... Fuck the machine. <laughs> they're also on Instagram and Facebook at Crown Rash Guards. And Chris... Like, subscribe, share. Like, subscribe, share. We can be found on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Anchor FM is where you can find our... Where we're hosted, right? That's is where it? we're hosted. But if you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, yeah. Google, if you're like... What is it like? If, if, you, if, like if, you, if you like Jocko's podcast, you'll love ours. Oh, absolutely. So, because <laughs> we're so... <laughs> there, there's a battle. <laughs> like, we're so into that. So, um, And uh, besides that, uh, what are you going to work on today? I, I, I'm really liking the spider stuff. Okay. Like that we just did on Saturday. How are your fingers holding up? I mean, I don't like death grip anyway. Like, you know, like if somebody wants to break my grip, I just let go. Except for one person. <laughs> Which, that's another story altogether. Um, that'll be, I, I like the spider stuff. So I'm going to play with that a little bit more to keep people off me. Awesome. Heavy folks. Well, we will catch you next week. Same time, same place. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you down the road.